Hello world, my name is Dr. Kulmeet Kunlis and I'm a primary care physician. Welcome to my channel Kunlis MD. In this video, we will be discussing about one of the very important topics regarding nicotine replacement therapy. You know, smoking is a worldwide phenomenon and worldwide problem and it is connected with every system in your world and it, there is nothing so far has been found where smoking will be helpful. So it's prudent to understand why we should quit smoking and what are the modalities which are available to help you with that. I think before we understand why it is so hard to quit smoking, we must understand how nicotine works. Nicotine is very addictive because in your brain, nicotine acts as a stimulant and it produces certain chemical changes in your brains and it leads to production of neurotransmitters like dopamine, norepinephrine, serotonin, GABA, glutamate, and endocannabinoids, and many other endorphins in your brain. Let's take one at a time. First of all, nicotine. When you smoke, you become stimulated, and it does it through neurotransmitter, which is called non-epinephrine. Non-epinephrine is the one which is for flight and fight. It gets you excited, gets you going. Dopamine is the one which gives you reward or the motivation. So when you smoke, the kick which you get or the pleasant feeling which you get for a short period of time, that is what is your dopamine working. There's known to elevate your mood. That's where your serotonin works. Other inhibitors than the stimulants in your brain, which is GABA and glutamate, it affects there and also it helps with or excites your endorphin systems and it gets you going. That's why every time you smoke, you become more aroused, you feel a little bit better, your mood gets uplifted, but the problem is a lot of havoc in your body. Smoking has more than 2,000 chemicals when you smoke. You're inhaling 2,000. Out of that, 250 are definitely deemed to be harmful, and 69 of them are proven to be carcinogenic, meaning they can produce a whole host of cancers. So what is pertinent is nicotine affects in multiple neurotransmitters in your body, in your muscles and nerves, and that's where it creates a cycle of you smoke, you get a buzz, you feel good, then the, it withers away and then you have to do it all over again. That's why chain smoking starts. And moreover, our brains are not designed for short-term kicks. So when you smoke, you start feeling worse after a short period of time, then you smoke and then before you realize you're smoking one cigarette after the other. And that is the reason smoking is so addictive and so difficult to treat. Now, the question comes in is, how do we handle this problem? First of all, the biggest challenge with the smoking is, it's socially acceptable. Yes, there is a lot of awareness these days. We all know that none of us should be smoking, but it's still, you are not stigmatized if you are a smoker. You people will say that you shouldn't smoke, and there are public places where you cannot smoke, and this, every smoker knows that. I've been a physician for 30 years. I've never come across anybody who does not know that they should be smoking. 
So what is the problem? Why we are having difficulty in achieving long-term remissions is this repetitive buzz which we get with the smoking. That is one of the reasons we are having a hard time quitting smoking effectively. It is a well-known fact that smoking will take at least six genuine attempts before you are really quit. Unfortunate part is for most of the patients, they quit smoking when there is a life-changing event, meaning they had a heart attack, stroke, or cancer. And in my opinion, it is too late to stop at that time. We should do everything to quit smoking while we are healthy. And in this video, I'm going to describe you how you could do that. So let's start with our motivational pathway. You need to find motivation and to get you get up and going somewhere else. And moreover, if you continue to do on this path, you will never recover. So what we are trying to do is create awareness. Once you are aware of that, there has 2000 chemicals and 69 of them can give you a cancer. That will give you motivation to look at the alternate ways of keeping you motivated and keep you in a good health and spirits. Till you reach that point, but in medical literature we call cognitive behavior therapy and that's what so far i've been trying to tell you that you need to understand what smoking does to you and then you self-introspect and then come up with the defenses that why you shouldn't be smoking but when it comes to nicotine replacement therapy what we are trying to do is we are providing you nicotine minus all the carcinogenics which you have in the smoking we are trying to avoid that so what are the ways we could give you nicotine? One is through patches. They come in three flavors, the three strengths, 7 microgram, 14 microgram, and 21 microgram. Then we have gum, which comes in 2 milligram strength and 4 milligram strength. And then there is a nasal pump, which is 1 milligram. What is the difference between patch, gum, and the nasal one is the delivery system patch is a slow acting continue to give you nicotine replacement whole day with the gum you're chewing it and the nicotine gets a play get absorbed from your buccal mucosa from your mouth and when you're talking about the nasal then you get a quick buzz so when the nicotine gets into your system it can give you a little bit of nauseated feeling some people occasionally complain of headache and then it gets better Nicotine is pretty safe otherwise. Then it comes to the medication. There are two medications which has been approved for smoking cessation. One was Chantix and the second one is Valbutrin. They both work on your neurotransmitter which I went over in the beginning of the video. So let's talk about Chantix. What Chantix does is it's a partial agonist. They place those nicotine which you smoke it goes to your brain and works on your receptors and that's this genetics uh, does it goes and does the same thing minus tar minus all the carcinogenics and we started with 0.5 milligram initially and then we come to a maintenance dose of one milligram as you tolerate it the side effects are the same way what the physiologically nicotine does it can make you a little excited a little nauseated and sometimes it can give you in rare cases, but it works exactly the way your smoke works it, and it, it pretty much goes unchained through your uh, kidneys and whatever you are taking it in, your kidneys will eliminate and you will pee it out. 
The second medication is Valbutrin, which is initially was a antidepressant. It works on the neurotransmitters, so it helps to cut down the cravings of the smoking. So in nutshell, you have a original nicotine in the form of gum, patches, and the in inhaler. And then you have partial agonate, which mimps like a nicotine, that is your Chantex, and Valbutrin works on the second pathways through your neurotransmitters. So as you know, there is significant benefit of these things. Start with awareness, start with trying to convince yourself why you shouldn't be smoking. Then nicotine replacement in the form of gum patches and a halo will work. Remember one modality alone will not work. It's a combination of cognitive behavior therapy, which we have went over through this video, plus nicotine replacement or the medications. When they all combined, they can lead to substantial long-term effects. Then you need to know is what the smoking does. That's the other thing which I'm trying to convince you is that how smoking affects your body. Medically, there are 14 systems in the body. will go from head to toe. It's easy to follow along. It definitely increases the risk of stroke, dementia, it is well-documented fact that you have increased propensity to develop cataracts. When it comes to skin, you know that the smoker's skin is wrinkled. You look more aged than you should. Then come to the heart, you are at increased risk of developing heart attack and stroke. Going down the line in the lungs, you will initially get smoker's cough, which we call chronic bronchitis. As you go along, then you will develop bronchitis, which is having frequent flare-ups, infections, you are increased risk of developing COPD, pneumonias. Then the most deadliest complication is lung cancer. If you're a smoker, you are high risk to develop peptic ulcer disease. In your genitourinary system, smoking is a well-documented carcinogenic effects and leading to bladder cards. And musculoskeletal, I don't have to go through that. Once your body is getting affected by smoke all over, you feel weak, you feel tired. Now let's discuss what are the changes happen in you if you quit smoking. See, the most beautiful part is this body is very honest. If you stop smoking, 20 minutes after your last smoke, your heart rate goes down. Remember, blood pressure is nothing heart rate multiplied by the force which the heart is pumping. Your blood pressure comes down. In next 12 hours, your nerves start growing. You'd start developing a sensation of taste and smell. As you go along, your breathing start getting worse. And third or fourth is the time, pretty much, the inner lining of your lungs wake up and they start moving the, all the junk which is collected in the lungs. You start passing a lot of phlegm and most of the people confuse that they are getting sick. Technically, they are not getting sick. Your lung function is getting worse and your cravings will increase. And that is where most of the people will start feeling is between third and fourth day when they quit smoking. But if you persevere either through your self-will or through any of the nicotine replacement modalities which I've described, then you will find that your cravings start going down, you could breathe better, cough is improved, blood pressure is getting better. But the thing here is, if you are not smoker for one year, your risk of heart attack is cut down by 50%.
at a three-year mark, your risk for stroke is cut down significantly. At five-year mark, you pretty much your risk is almost as if you are a non-smoker as far as heart is concerned. At 10 to 15 years, your lungs pretty much are healed and your risk of developing COPD, chronic bronchitis, it will go down to almost zero. Lung cancer, the point which I'm trying to make in this video is that as you stop smoking, within 20 minutes, your body starts responding favorably. And within third or fourth day, you will have an increased cough, the cravings, but you persevere through a week and you are well on your way to recovery. I hope this video was helpful. Please do not forget to subscribe to our channel. We wish you make permanent lifelong changes. Thank you very much.